What's up, everybody? Welcome to another very special episode of the Disconnected Gamers Podcast, where we reconnect with life and gaming. I am one of your hosts, Andrew, also known as J-Bond, sometimes just the guy in the blue hat, with me, as always. It's your boy, Mike. What? Uh, CJ is uh, unavailable to uh, record with us this episode, but he will be back uh, next episode, which probably will be in a week, I think, maybe. Because um, I've got a... a uh, I'm scared. I've scheduled some stuff for from PAX East, um, which is is ultimately what we're going to talk about. Uh, this is episode 100. I would just like to note Ooh, that triple that's, digits, baby. That's yeah, right. Triple digits. That's weird. It feels weird um, to do 100 episodes um, of a podcast and like can can like say that I hit that milestone. Uh, right. It's weird. We hit that milestone. I don't want to take credit for the whole thing. Obviously, it's not fair. Um, Today is Saturday, March 7th, 2020. Um, weather is nice. I fucking remember, forgot you used to. I used to always do that. Um, it is nice, though. It really it's is cold. Nice. It's cold here. It's just windy. It's sunny. It's just really windy here. Um, and so PAX East was uh, last weekend. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, episode 99 talked about a lot. It was Nostalgia City for me. Um, <laughs> and then in between then and PAX East, Sony pulled out of the show. Uh, so there yep. was no Tlu two. Um, there was sucks, nothing. Man. Yeah, excited to hear about the demo. Oh my god, dude! I'm like, I'm not reeling from it anymore because I'm kind of just like, well, I get it. Like, it just sucks. Yeah. Um, but like that was like the, ultimately the thing I was the most excited for. But you know, that said, I I I did have fun. I had a blast. I um, you know, some saw some old friends. Um, you know, saw made some new friends. Um. So that's ultimately that's what I was going to talk about today, um, mm-hmm. and I feel like it, it, you know this it, in in true me fashion, it'll probably be me driving the podcast um, as, <laughs> as usual, where I just fucking talk and talk and talk. Um, but like I've got I've got my notes where I wrote, wrote down about um, stuff that I saw pa, stuff that I saw Pod East Pax East. Pod East. <laughs> so, um, so I saw a bunch of games that I really liked that were really cool. Um, so I'm just going to kind of run down that list and talk about them. I figured that way it's there. Um, right. Cause like, you know, people are probably like, yeah, I want to hear about the games you saw. And then we can talk about other stuff later. Um, so one of the games I saw, it's called sky racket. I should probably have sent you links to see these. So if you want like to just like quickly jump on, well, you're on your phone. Um, yeah, it's a little difficult. Yeah, little technical recording difficulties. Um, so anyway, Skyrocket is uh, side-scrolling. It's like pixel art, and you okay. are these two characters who have like basically like like tennis rackets um, or like a racquetball <laughs> racket. I don't. I'm not gonna okay, make right. an assumption of which. Just, yeah, it's like a. Um, and you just kind of like fly around on the screen, um, and hmm. you have to like dodge enemy. It's kind of like a. It's it's, it's a, a little bit of a bullet hell. Okay, yeah, that's what I was saying. But but not really in the same way. Like it's more playful, it's more fun, um, and it's less like okay. intensely difficult. Um, and like a casual ra- bullet hell, I guess. Kind of. And you use your racket to hit the um, like the uh, projectiles that the enemies shoot back at you. You uh, hit okay. them to like, and they bounce all around the screen until they eventually um, like go off, you know, out of the box. I think they can. Okay. Some of them can bounce a couple times, but like yeah. not everything that the enemies shoot at you, you can bounce back. So like some, if it's a if it's a perfect sphere, perfect circle, um, you can hit it. If it's not, you can't. 
Um, but like one of the um, the demo that I played is on one world, and you do like I think it was like three maps. Um, and do you know I'm um, Twin B on the NES Classic library and yeah, Switch? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's kind of like that, but instead of like a kind of um, top down. Top down. You're on the bottom. It's a side scrolling where you're like on the left. It's it's similar, but like oh, okay. you know, a, uh, um, a fun like um, Gladius. I think there's some game that's like of, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a side yeah, scrolling. Like yeah, or yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that. Um, really neat. It was really fun. <laughs> um, played. I think I played three maps, and then you go to a boss battle, and the boss was a. Uh, it's a banana, but so <laughs> the devs. Um, it's uh, Double Dash is the studio, and they're um, from Brazil, which I was really interested about because, uh, from my limited knowledge of kind of game dev outside of the United States and like Canada, um, I didn't really know that there was a, a kind of a you know a kind of big uh, network of devs in um, Brazil. But there's this organization called Brazil Games, and I and you know I don't have enough of a working knowledge of it, but basically they kind of like helped some of these devs get together and do things. And so that they were a part of this um, oh, kind nice. of thing. And so that was how they kind of ended up at PAX, um, hmm. you know, Pretty showing cool. their game, which is really cool to see, um, you know, like Canada's Canada's huge when it comes to that. Like Montreal has like uh, some kind of fund that I don't, I don't know the name of it, but somebody I'm sure could Google it um, mm-hmm. where they like help developers like with, with grants and like, money to like build games in canada basically Hmm. Um, so my assumption is that brazil games kind of operates in the same way um but they were really really cool and the game has a lot of retro influences so like when you load up a level the uh intro little like uh lower third kind of thing is like i was like i'm like that looks a lot like sonic and he's like well it's inspired by sonic right so like the like you know it says like tree hill zone one and then like the things split off yeah i split off yeah. Okay. It's so it's like a love letter to. Yeah, and there was some other like the Twin B reference, and there were some other kind of um, things in there as well. But um, it was really fun, and it's challenging too. Like there are like you could, I mean, you couldn't. I suppose you can't really speed run it because you could. I mean, you could, but <laughs> not. But um, I say not bad attitude. Someone will well, figure it true. out. <laughs> um, yeah, it's more in the sense that like uh, there were like challenges based on like don't take any hits kill mm, x okay. amount get a you know get a combo beyond like achievements kind of yeah basically as you go um mm. and like based on that you can like unlock some other stuff later in the game and there's like a couple and like each world was kind of themed differently like i only got to see like briefly a different world than what they were kind of showing everybody in the demo but um you know two player couch co-op um oh. you know you uh, no online play not at the moment. Um, something okay. that they were, well, you know, the small dev team. It's kind of like I'm looking into it. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. And they said they're like, you know, if we can make it work, we will. Um, you know, but but right now it's, um, I believe, right now it's it's available on Steam, but um, coming to console in the future. But I, my thing is, is I was, you know, I was like, well, shit, you know, if it's on PS4, you could do share play and pass a controller. Boom, done. True. Like, yeah. Kind of like how we were playing fucking darts and Yakuza. Yeah. Oh god. Um. And so, yeah, it was, it was really fun, colorful, love the art style. The music was really cool. Um, just like a fun to play game and not something that requires a like a huge time commitment. And for me, that's that's a big plus. Um, like I like a game I can sit down, play a couple yeah, of some casual. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and, and honestly, I feel like on the, like 
That'd be perfect on the Switch, then. Exactly. If it was on the Switch, perfect. Especially because, like, you could pop, pop that out and, guns time and, and, and play together. Yeah. Yeah, because exactly. It's not, it's not split screen. You're both on the same, you know, panel anyway. So, you know, the small screen of the Switch wouldn't be a big deal. Or if you had had the dock or whatever, um, do that too. But just like, yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, really enjoyed that game. Excuse me. Um, that was pretty dope. So, yeah, Sky Racket, Double Dash is the studio. Um, I'll into it. I'm, as I say, I, mean, I want to grab the Twitter real quick because I probably should have wrote that down in my list, but I didn't. Um, double Dash Studios. It's a Double Dash S-T-U. Um, Skyracket is on Steam. They have a Discord. Um, yeah, but they're um, from Brazil. Really cool. Um, they call it a shmup breaker. Which, because it's kind of got, it's, um, remember like a brick breaker? Yeah. It's kind of got that vibe to it. Like, because that's kind of how you like, you're, you're bouncing your projectiles that yeah, yeah, back yeah. At you to knock out the enemy. So it's kind of, it's, um, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's got, it's like a mashup of those kind of things. It's really, it's really cool. Um, and, you know, so that was, that was fun. I had a, a lot of fun playing that. Um, those devs are super awesome. Um, so yeah. So check that out. Um, I then also checked out, um, I checked out a card game called Knights of the Hound Table. Um, I really should grab the info for that. I'm not as prepared as I thought I would be. Um, hold on, stand by everybody. Knights of the Hound Table. Um, so yeah, they were at PAX East. Um, really cool card game. All the cards uh, are uh, dogs. <laughs> Hence the Knights of a Hound. Knights of a Hound. Um, there, there's going to be like a like a couple like add-on packs maybe in the future. Like that are expansions. Like, yeah, like dog themed. Um, so it's really cool. Um, you know, game average game takes like thirty to forty-five minutes. Um, and so I, you know, went over. I had, again, I'm not a huge card game guy like i'm not a uh, like i love Catan. um you know i'll play the fuck out of monopoly but i was like you know what i want to go check this out it looks really cool like the art style on the cards very fun um and so went over played the game with um you know one of the guys there and like really fun just like had a blast um it it was just really easy to learn and games like that um you know where you like, you know, we as the gaming people, not to be the like, not not the elitist, like whatever <laughs> not way, to be elite. more like more just more in the sense of like, if you were going to teach this to somebody who didn't play card games, um, mm-hmm. it's not too the, difficult. The bar- yeah, the barrier to entry yeah. is super low. Like he taught it to me while That's we were playing, right. and I think I could teach it to somebody else like pretty yeah. easily. Um, basically, like you've got, um, you know, you shuffle your deck, you you like mm-hmm. both kind of you know, build your deck as your, uh, at the beginning part of the game. And so each, each kind of card, like any card game has like different abilities, different attack power, different defense power, whatever. And so you, you put three cards down, they put three cards down, you flip them. Um, you've got an attack, a defense and an ability card. And basically mm-hmm. whatever is on your ability card is what affects your other cards. And whoever has the higher ability number goes first. So, like, and so basically, what you do is you you each have like thirty health points, and you get a little card to track your health points, similar to like some of the other, um, you know, kind of board games that exist out there. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, you go through the process of um, kind of going through your turn, and it's like, okay, well, my ability gives me this, so now I've done this much damage to you, or we balance out and we do nothing, right? And then those cards get scrapped, um, they go into the discard pile, and you just same thing, right? You just keep going three cards, three cards, three cards. But there's like some bonus cards, some hero cards that you can get in there. Um, mm -hmm. And you can also, depending on what happens, like a card can faint. And if a card faints, it's out of your deck for the entire game. So you don't get to reshuffle like it when you run right? out. You just It's just gone. It's basically uh, just exiled. Okay. Exactly, yeah. And it's like, like a weird version of magic. Um, I mean... But, uh, I, I, I guess not magic, enough. but... Uh, sort of. I guess I would say magic, but like in the vein of those kind of like yeah. battle card oh, yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, like deck battling. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so basically like... So we go through it, and like, there's like only I think there was like twenty something cards. So like, you you're gonna reshuffle your deck probably yeah, once or twice. Yeah. Um, but like, if you are if you faint a really good card, you're like, fuck. Yeah, you're, you're not getting a card back yeah. at the end of like till the next time we play, right? Somebody wins right. or loses. Um, I had a lot of beginner's luck um, with Kenny, um, who kind of walked me through the whole game, and I like mm -hmm. had, like I had like done I did like fourteen damage to him in one move. Like in one hand, and he was just like, "Yeah, that doesn't happen often." He's like, "Wild, right?" <laughs> like he's like, "That's kind of the fun part of the game." Is like because of how the abilities kind of stack, and you can do all this stuff. Like it was really like, and so I looked again. Like had a I had a blast playing it. Um, and so I I bought it like on the spot. Like I bought oh, yeah. it. Um, and um, you know, the game's gonna ship out. Um, it was on Kickstarter. I believe I will have it in hand in like April. Um, and there's like a little oh, okay. like it's kind of like a like a mat for to put the cards down on. I bought that separate. I bought that too, because um, I was like, "Fuck, this is actually like pretty straightforward and like fun to play." Like I could see myself bringing this to a brewery and like yeah. playing. Oh it. yeah. Like right? instead of like bringing a deck of cards and like playing that, I like I would bring this like 100. percent And because it's fucking dogs, you know everybody's gonna want to get in on that shit. Like right, they're gonna be yeah. Like oh okay. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was Knights of the Hound Table. Um, that's cool. Yeah. Is it me... only an online thing or can, is there, are they going to try to get specific retailers or? Great question. Um, I'm not a hundred percent. Um, it's okay. We Ride like, Games is the, um, shoot, like you I'm know, probably just ordering myself. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's a Kickstarter and let me just make sure I grab the, uh, I want to get the website um for everybody do you do 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 so have to check that out oh that's weird there's another how in the hell uh -oh. i should have done better at this um yeah i think you just have to grab it from the kickstarter but if you google knights of the hound okay, table like the fine. kickstarter yeah. shows up uh um, i'll look into it yeah it's we so, ride games cool. um and yeah, it's it's really cool. Uh, I had a, like had a real fun time. Um, you can play with more people, but um, we just played two. Um, just the two, yeah. Yeah, but I but I like I would one hundred percent bring this to like a brewery to like play, like, like while like battle. yeah, like right? straight up. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, definitely recommend that. Um, and like like no joke, like I bought it. At, after playing it, I like was like, "Cool, I want to buy this." Like, nice. that's a that's the J Bond seal of approval. 
right there. Like I put the money <laughs> where my mouth is. Like if I really enjoy something and I want it, like I bought it. Like there was no like this isn't like a hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored. Like I volunteered to purchase the game. Like just want to make sure that that's very clear. Um, that's usually when you know something's actually pretty good, though. If you're like, all right, screw yeah, it. Yeah, like, like I was totally like, like I w- like want to play this game like with friends. Um, so I was like, hell yeah. Because I honestly, it, the, this is an aside. Something that I want to start doing is instead of like fucking sitting on my phone a lot, um, which mm-hmm. I feel like I do when I even when I go out with friends and I'm like trying to break this habit because I just think it's not. I don't think it's a very good habit. Um, right. I think I think I'm not alone in this, um, but I'm like, well, if I go out with friends to go to dinner and I like bring some small board game, card game, or something that we can do while we're like talking yeah. and shooting the breeze, kind of that's yeah. one probably way better like mental stimulation for your brain than staring at a screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everyone's sitting on their phones, yeah. Right. So now that I like, as I start getting like, you know more into that i think this game i think this board game knights of the hound table or card game i should say um i think it's gonna be a key component in that moving forward so check it out uh another game i played was called bonfire peaks um and to to give you a visual um titan souls the like voxel kind of 3d isometric Mm-hmm. Think think that, but with like even kind of more detailed visuals, but still in the voxel kind of pixel element. Um, but mm. it's a puzzle game, and so uh, I talked with Corey, who made the game, and he basically kind of described it as, you know, you complete the puzzles by basically destroying your possessions. So in each puzzle, you've you know you've got the there's a fire, and you have to bring like this little like kind of like an egg an egg carton crate yeah um with what has your possessions in it you have to like get it to this fire and so like obviously like the first few puzzles mm-hmm. you pick it up you walk over to the fire boom you're done um but then so it's getting more complicated and like there's like boxes that you have to like use to build platforms to get up there and then some of them like where like you step on stuff and you can only step on it once so if you jump off the platform like you're screwed yeah um and it was it was really really fun. Like I'm a puzzle game guy. Like I will sit and grind puzzles all day long. Um, so again, another game that like I saw the visual of it mm-hmm. um, when I was kind of like going through the list of like seeing what was at PAX and what I wanted to check out. And I was like, oh, I I want to check this out. Like this looks really fun. And so I again went and played it, talked with Corey, like had a real great conversation about the game, like how like how he builds the puzzles how he kind of came up with the ideas and it it's um it's really really cool so if you like puzzle games and you like you know kind of that titan souls isometric voxel three you know pixel art kind of kind of gaming um more voxel than like pixel um where like skyrocket's very much more pixel based um to kind of differentiate the two um yeah bonfire Peaks is really cool um that comes out in may um uh, may 5th um likely uh steam and then you know some some of the consoles based on um Lived on. yeah but it was really cool um again uh games made by cory martin um really really neat i will um put in the show notes i'll put like twitters and website links um just so that people can know how to find them only because i probably should have had yeah. i have my like my notes where i wrote down what i wanted to talk about not mm-hmm. the like not oh the not the details of, like, yeah not the nitty-gritty uh, of like 
like what the Twitter handle is or the website links. Oops, uh, that's fine. You just yeah. add it in later. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll just edit that out. Um, so that was um, that was that. And um, so one of the other games I checked out was called uh, The Falconeer. And this game is sick. Like, uh, Wired Productions is a dev, or the publisher, rather. And then uh, Tomas Sola is sole dev on the game. Like, he made the whole thing. He walked me through it. I got, like, a little uh, half-hour demo. Um, the visuals of this game is just, like, really, really beautifully done. So it's kind of like a water world. And there are all these different, like, factions. And so you, like, pick a faction and you have like certain missions based on which faction you choose mm-hmm. um and you fly around on these giant falcons and like you have like these like kind of like electricity cannons on them and you get into like oh, fucking right. like air battles with other like factions while you complete missions some of it's just like go do the thing come back yeah um but like as you do stuff for different factions like it, it kind of affects other stuff in the game um hmm. and okay. I don't want to say it's not like it's not post-apocalyptic, right? Like it's not like it's just you're in this world that it has had things happen, and I'm not probably okay. going to do a great job of explaining it because right, I was more like caught up in the visuals and just like looking at the mechanics of the game. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, there are like different factions that are like more like kind of like your farmers and you know, regular folk. And then they're like the slightly more advanced, the slightly more war kind of dominant. And then there's kind of like the, you know, the, the, um, people who like, aren't in like the, you know, whatever existing government, but they like influence it and they control people and they kind of, you know, play shadow games and stuff. Just like some really neat. And like, based on like the kind of, um, you know, which faction you pick, like the Falcons are slightly different. Like some of them faster, we, you know, faster, slower, whatever, um, agility, etc. And like your weapon systems, I think change a little bit. Um, but it was just like really cool. Like, so I was flying around doing one of the missions and like my bird caught fire and he was just like nosedive. He's like nosedive into the water, like to like put the fire out. Um, yeah. And then, like, when there's, like, lightning storms, you, like, fly into the lightning storm to, like, charge up your weapons. But if you overcharge them, like, you take damage. Um, yeah. but, it's a, but it's, like, it's not a, um, you know, it's not like you're, like, flying around and it's, like, oh, I've got to pick up, like, an ammo crate that's waiting for me. Like, it's it's kind of, mm-hmm. like, you're, you're, the environment is what helps you kind of do everything in the game. Um and it was really cool. And you, you like fly to locations where you like one of the missions was um, kind of like an escort mission where like I escorted these ships and like we got attacked and whatever. Um, and there's like lore and like all this kind of stuff that you could like you discover as you play. Like, right. Obviously, like in 30 minutes, I'm not going to be able to tell you no, yeah. about it. But um, you kind of like discover st- stuff as you play. And it was just really neat. It was really. But again, like the visuals were so good, like. That is that is one hundred percent what drew me to the game right off the bat was I was looking at it and like the press thing being like, Wow, this like looks so good. Um and one of the missions that we did a really short one, you like start and it's like sunny and it's like the in in the kind of color scheme is this like kind of yellow orange, um, red orange all over everything, right? Like everything kind of carries the same color palette. And like <laughs> as you got to the destination, it like it became like it just kind of 
it's one of those things where like it happened so gradually that like it kind of like didn't even register in my head that it was happening but like we when we got there like it had become this kind of like grayish blue like more like subdued color scheme but like everything takes on that visual element and it was just like it was so seamless it was really, really like like a like, quick dynamic change, or no? It it's not quick at all. Like I didn't even notice that like the map started. Oh. It was like bright and sunny, and it like became like this kind of hmm. more like overcast, ominous. But it wasn't like oh, a storm came in and it's raining. Like it shifted like as it's you went from place to place, and it just like it happened. Damn. Not like it happened like at the drop of a hat. Like it happened as you were doing it, and you just like my brain didn't pick up on it. It was really, really cool. Hmm. Um, but like the, the whole game is visually like that. It's very captivating. So um, it's, you know, it's very fun. And it's in it, um, you know, there are definitely some like difficulty um, challenges to it. Like I didn't, I wasn't super great. Um, I died a couple times, but you can like put it on like super hard mode or like easy mode um, or not, mm -hmm. not easy mode, but like normal mode. And yeah. Um, you know, so that there's that part too. Like, so you could make the game more challenging if you wanted to. I thought it was pretty. Based on the few missions I did, I thought it was. Um, and like, I watched him do a couple while he was telling me about the game. Um, I thought that it was just really, really fun to play. But like some of the some of the missions, I was like, wow, this is actually kind of like there's a lot going on. Like you get into like an air battle, and you're like, and there's ships on the, there's ships in the water, and like there's you know enemies in the sky but you also have like teammates too not um it's all npcs it's you know single player experience but um because just really like it wasn't hectic but it i could see in like a harder difficulty maybe it gets yeah. a little bit hectic but like Gosh, in a good way. yeah huh. um <coughs> really really i was really into it um we'll likely pick that up as well um Jayvon seal see Jayvon seal approval given <laughs> approval. um I, I i guess i like honestly like Jayvon seal of approval on all of these games um really <laughs> just really really enjoyed it um you know the falconeer and, and the other games as well so again keep an eye out on that um that was really really cool um uh other notables um obviously jc um we did an interview with him pretty recently um, Ask an Enemy Studios Dual Hand Disaster Tracker. Um, check that out. Played it. So Fucking set a wicked game. dope ass score. Um, I think I saw a picture. Yeah, it was like one trillion points, which is oh, like literally the highest, the most I've ever gotten in tier one ever. Like damn. by by far the best score I ever got uh, that I managed to extract with. And you know, so I said it and I put it on the thing and I like I was like, hey, listen. I'm going to tweet this, and if somebody beats this score, I will buy the game for them. So, like, retweet it, and if somebody beats the score, like, I will purchase the game for them. I'll come back and, like, hand them $10. Um, and I don't think anybody beat it, so I might have set the bar a little too high. Um, hey. But, but got it. Um, you know, it was it was just fun. Um, had fun kind of hanging out, checking out all the things that he was doing. Had a bunch of people playing the game. Um, it's really fun to watch people, like, learn how to play it. Just because it is such an interesting such a, game. It's such a hard game. Like, it's, it's complicated, the, but it's not. Exactly. Does that once make sense? Kind of like, yeah, once you under the, like, understand the mechanics. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think people, um, this is like, a, this is a, just my personal assessment. I think people focus too much on both. 
and not yeah. realize that like you don't have to dedicate a hundred percent to each one. You really yeah. only have to be like half paying attention to both. Um, That's what Disney was telling me. He's like, you don't yeah. necessarily have to worry too much about one side, but also at the same time, if something happens, you know, do jump back if you have to. Yeah, you got to react. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and so that was. Um, that was fun watching. Like I always like enjoy watching people play it and like helping them and like trying to explain what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. Saw my friends over at Able Gamers. Um, nice. Big fans of them. Love supporting them. Um, you know, just a, just a great organization. One of my one of my favorites in the industry. Um, for those that don't know, Able Gamers helps um, gamers with uh, disabilities and mobility issues um, with granting. Um, you know, make helping them with grants for custom controllers. Um, they also, um, you know, helped, uh, Microsoft develop the, um, accessibility controller, which is just like phenomenally an uh, incredible thing, um, for, um, uh, for gamers just really like, it's like they did that Super Bowl commercial and I like lost my mind. I was so excited. Um, so yeah, love able gamers, big fans. Um, also saw stack up, uh, again, you know, the guys stack up. Um, the, the ladies at Stack Up as well. I don't want to just be that guy. Who's <laughs> the guys, um, you just a, just an amazing group of people, an amazing team. Love what they do. Um, they have these little Stack Up Rexes, little dinosaur um, <laughs> plushies, and so mm-hmm. I was like, I, ha- I have to buy one. Like I just, I didn't, I don't know why I didn't buy one at Pack South. Um, <laughs> like I probably didn't see it, and so I had had buy one. Such a cool little plushie, and so I get that on my desk now. And um, saw the guys filled casual, um, bought a uh, bought a sweater because um, I pretty much just buy something from them every time I see them because um, right. there's always something there's always something new, um, new? Yeah. and there's always something that I want. And it was funny when I went over and bought it, I was wearing two different filthy casual things. Like I had a <laughs> filthy casual T-shirt on with the long sleeve over it. Long sleeve, um, nice. And so I was just like, yeah, like I'm actually like literally wearing two things at the same time. You know, and it was, it was funny, funny because they were different editions of like filthy. They were like from different like uh, seasons. So nice. That was fun. <laughs> fun. Um, it's good. It's always good to see them. Um, they're really good people too, and I love love the love the line. So, um, another um, organization that I met for the first time um, was called the Game Hers. And so, oh, yeah, yeah. So I I tweeted about it because they have they um, officially launched this week. Um, so the GameHers is is a community that's basically like about fostering, you know, a positive place for uh, female gamers, right? Female devs, just mm-hmm. anyone in that creative space that that you know is is within the gaming sphere, and in really yeah. even not in the gaming sphere. Um, and I had seen them at PAX South, but I didn't like honestly. I was like, I have no idea what this is, and I kind of just you know because mm-hmm. I wasn't doing any media stuff when I was at South. I just kind of was there. Um, yeah. I didn't think anything of it, but I actually bumped into them when I went to say hi to Steve at Stackup. So I had like briefly like met them um, for like, you know, two seconds uh, at mm-hmm. South and just like, you know, hello, how are you? And then when I saw them at uh, East, I was like, I had to talk to them. I don't know. I want to know what this is all about because any community that's like fostering a positive, you know, reinforcement and environment for any, you know, any, um, 
you know facet of of gamers i'm I'm pretty much gonna always be behind i don't think there's a single organization that i wouldn't be like i absolutely love what you're doing and i want to help you um Mm -hmm. so i went over and i I talked with them a lot to kind of understand you know what they're doing what they're working on what they're building and like i'm really impressed and i'm excited that they launched this week i'm really excited for um what they're doing for um that community i think you know uh you know, there there is a lot of people in in the gaming sphere. I say sphere because I I think this happens in the industry, but I also think it happens on like Twitter and Reddit, where like someone posts something and they're just like trying to like be like, hey, I did this thing. Like I feel like it happens a lot with like artists, um, where like an artist will tweet like this drawing that they did about a gaming thing or a cosplay or something, and then there's there's always those people who are like, oh, that like you suck, right? yeah right like i feel like sophie probably deals with that a lot um i'm sure yeah honestly i should really connect her with them um now that it's like in the top of my mind um right and just you know and so like they're working on building this community that's like like to reinforce like the positive side of that and i was like awesome like 100 percent behind you right like Mm -hmm. that that is any anything that's going to like help people in the gaming sphere do what they like or reinforce that what they're doing is like awesome Mm -hmm. i i get behind all day long like right 100 yeah i've i've had so many times where i've like had to like kind of weirdly defend why i'm so invested in the gaming community because Mm -hmm. everyone just goes on video games and it's call of duty and it's like yeah it is that's exactly what it is but it's also the it's the people like it's so yeah, much more right. for me about the people than it is about the games. And not to say that right. the games aren't important, but like no. I'm I'm not playing Call of Duty because that's the end all be all of my life. Excuse right. me. Um I'm playing Call of Duty because it connects me with a bunch of my friends. Mm-hmm. And while we play, we hang out, we talk, we do whatever. Like that's that's our way to bond. Yeah, right. No, exactly. You know, like like um, when we, CJ was talking about, um, you know, how we met through like The Last of Us and Radio PlayStation, like that's, yep. that's literally that right there. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think um, that the game hers is going to be doing that same kind of thing, like fostering that community, bringing these people together um, right. with like a common awesome. goal of like supporting each other. And mm-hmm. I, I that's like, what we need more of. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. One hundred thousand percent. Yeah. So um, I'm really excited to um, to see you know what we can what we out. can do honestly to help you know kind of promote and support them. Um, mm-hmm. Totally, down. you know, it's um, it's a really cool um, a really cool space, and I think that they are going to to do some awesome work. So um, check them out. It's the game hers h e r s on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, I, I again I should know the website. It's probably thegamehers.com, but um I actually I'm gonna just confirm that real quick because I mean I imagine I know sometimes they can't get the name because yeah, someone else has it. Name. Yeah, that, like someone's just sitting on it. It's, they don't it's the it. yeah, it's the yeah. 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 Um and just yeah, and like so they have a um they have a podcast where they've got a bunch of people um Interesting. yeah that they've already like scheduled <laughs> and stuff. Um, so it's really cool. Um, so, you know, the, it's called the let's play podcast. Um, so definitely, yeah, definitely check that out. I've already, you know, I've got it added to my, um, to my, but, um, 
you know, so I'm I'm really excited for um, for what they're going to do. I think it's going to be an mm-hmm. awesome awesome community. So if you're listening and you are um, you know a woman gamer, woman creative, developer, whatever, like cosplayer, artist, like check it out. Really check it out. Um, can't can't really um, endorse it much much more than that, right? Like right, just just like go kind of experience it and 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 see what they're you know kind of doing. Um, so Stop yeah, what you're doing to do it right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was um, that was kind of everything that I saw at PAX. Um, and I and I say that was everything I saw at PAX. I saw a ton of other stuff. Um, right. Those were like those were the big things I wanted to talk the about. Big ones. Okay. Um, you know, I talked. I saw Spaff from Double Fine. Um, nice. You know, hung out with them and talked about wow. games and what Double Fine's up to and and a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Nights and bikes. It's on Switch. Got to check it out. Um, Psychonauts. Um, yeah, Sam, really uh, two. Something? Yeah, well, two. Yeah, two is is what's up next. But in okay. um, <laughs> you know, um, oh oh, remember Summoner's Fate, the card game, the online. Yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were there. Um, Ross was there. Bumped into him. We're gonna um, we're gonna do a podcast. Uh, for nice. you know, a formal one because we did one on the floor last East, and I, I lost the audio. I couldn't use it. Uh, my gotcha. app, my the app that I was using at the time, basically just like crapped out, um, and like they, the app exists on my or existed on my phone, but you can't open it and you can't extract the audio files out of it. So I just had to delete the app. Um, the company <laughs> basically like folded, which really sucks. Oh. Um, All right, then. And so, um, but yeah, so uh, we're gonna do a pod. So yeah, that's the thing. That's the other thing. So up, up and coming for the um, for the podcast, we're gonna have a bunch of uh, podcast interviews. So uh, the team at Skyrocket, um, we're gonna do one with them, and um, we'll do one with um, uh, hopefully the Falconeer and Bonfire Peaks, um, and then Ross and um, Ross is gonna do one about Summoner's Fate because um, there were a lot of changes to the game that like were really like I play through the demo again it was really fun like it's come a long way since the last time i saw it um really excited for that um you can get it now like you can um there's like a beta um so you know (laughs) that's worth checking out um and some other things that there were some other there was some other stuff i saw too like uh gtfo um oh yeah yeah, i've seen that like a weird yeah kind of like alien survival kind of whatever um played that with a couple mix streamers gonna go ahead and be be like 100 honest was kind of disappointed in one of them uh did not think he was a great representative of the mixer brand or just streamers Mm. in general um you know uh short versions he made a joke that i didn't think was funny and i don't think anybody Ah. else would think it was funny and where i should be the person who like i think if i was was in a different frame of mind at the time i probably would have made a bigger scene about it um Mm -hmm. i probably should have and just i just didn't but um i was was really kind of disappointed um and like that's a whole nother conversation we can honestly have another time but uh, yeah right you know i think especially like you know when you have people coming to packs from all walks of life and you know you've got you know companies pulling out of packs because they're concerned about things like coronavirus and you know sickness and you know worrying about their team things like that like i think 
you know, when you are being sensed as an ambassador to represent a brand, um, mm-hmm. you kind of owe it to yourself and to them to be like the best version of yourself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so I, respectful um, and... yeah. And so I just, I felt like this person, um, maybe did, maybe wasn't the best person that they, uh, should have sent. And that's kind of uh, like, it's one of those things where like, I want, I want to kind of say more, but I'm not going to, because like, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be the one to judge. Um, cause I was, I was with a group of people that I didn't know. So like maybe, maybe amongst them, this was a thing. Um, I don't think that it would matter much mm-hmm. from my perspective, but um, right. I know I'm being super vague. So I apologize for the like people who are listening that are like, why are you being so vague about it? It's because I, I don't want to, I'm trying to make yeah, it, I'm trying to, to make a probably. point where like I personally felt that it wasn't a great thing. Um, and it was totally a one-off, like a very like kind of a quippy thing, but I was just kind of like in my head, I was like, I don't think that that was still something off putting. Yeah, like, I think, yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where like, yeah, maybe you might say that offline, but I don't, don't do it. Yeah. Like, don't do it at PAX. Like, yeah, don't, don't do, do a public setting like that. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it when, and then that's a shitty thing to say, because like, if it's that bad that you shouldn't say it in public, you shouldn't say it at all. Um, I don't, but again, I, I'm making a judgment call based on a very limited knowledge set, and I don't want to, I'm not going to put somebody on blast when I don't really know all the details. But like, exactly for me, for right. me personally, I was just kind of like, eh, I don't think that's, you know, I don't yeah. think that's ideal. But um, right. that said, um, otherwise, I, like I really did have a great time. <laughs> um, I think packs out a very weird vibe overall. Um, it didn't I imagine. Nearly- because of coronavirus? Yeah, it just didn't. Seem I mean, I, I doubt it. But, hmm. No, I think I think it, it looked it looked packed. Like, did it? It didn't. I've feel seen. Packed. Yeah, I saw some. Like someone did like a, a shot of at least one of the aisles, and it was just a cr- giant crowd of people. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I was like, I was there all four days, and like Saturday is usually hmm. like a madhouse. And I was talking right. to a couple different people, and they were like, it just doesn't feel as busy. Um, hmm. I wonder because, if it's because like Sony pulled out and stuff like that. I think, I think there's probably a part of that. Like, I think that was a major factor. I think if Sony pulling out meant there were a ton of people who were probably just going for Last of Us and were like, well, just Last of Us, yeah. you know, they're not there. Yeah. Now? You know, mm-hmm. already bought my tickets. Maybe I can sell them. Maybe I can't. Um, right. I'm curious to see if they'll ever publish the numbers. But, um, and then, yeah. And so because Sony wasn't there, they like spaced out the booths a bit. And, hmm. oh, so just, Sony like, would have had like a major area then. Or I mean, not like a giant area, but at least a, a decent sized area. Then, if they if they had spaced so it out, they had to space it out. Um, the Nintendo area was cool. Um, I got one of those Isabel pins. Um, I got a mail yeah, that out. Stuff. Yep. Nice. And then um, I got a Discord pin for uh, my buddy Liger. And nice. um, oh, I checked out Fuser Harmonic's new game. Um, <sighs> That's the DJ bad. one, right? It's yeah, it's not bad. Um, I kind of want to check. Yeah, I kind of want to check that out it's it's interesting i think it's really cool that like you can make some pretty kind of unique beats um yeah. with it but uh hopefully the song selection expands um i'm sure again it's a demo i'm, I'm sure like, yeah yeah know. yeah no yeah. Um, i'm sure but uh but it was actually it was really cool they had fucking pyrotechnics at their booth dude that's kind of awesome <laughs> like they were doing like they like they did a raffle every day and like during the you know before the raffle they had a yeah. you know one of the fuser people come up and like do a set based on like the game you know like make music through the game mm-hmm. and um 
they like drop a beat and fucking like fireworks things like started like <laughs> shooting out of the back of the booth and i was like holy shit like i can't that's believe they allowed this to happen like awesome like i'm like i'm sitting here being like that seems like a fucking huge fire risk that's excessive but, yeah and like and like the booth was really well done and like the, the visual like, but like yeah they like obviously got it approved um but it was just i was just like wow like this is so wild like it's so like Dang. it's almost like too much but i was like whatever i don't care um right. i enjoyed it it was fun um so yeah the fuser booth was really cool um do you remember destroy all humans yep yeah so that was there um played that we just couldn't get into it like really? it was like a 15 minute yeah it was like a 15 minute demo and it was it was like hmm. fun but it, it just felt too easy like i you, you like you as an alien you're kind of really op against like farmers with like shotguns. This- this is the re- uh, the reboot, right? Yes. So another yeah. rebooting. Okay. Yeah. Um, felt felt a little <laughs> op as an alien, just kind of fucking everybody up. But interesting. I wonder uh, if they just did that for the demo. Like I imagine probably. if you play the full game, yeah, you won't yeah, have all the upgrades but... and stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that was um that was really cool. I enjoyed that. Um, Fuser, the destroy all humans, not so much. Not, not no, that I didn't yeah, enjoy yeah. it. I just felt like I played it and just like kind of like I'm just like super OP. So what's the point? You're just bad mode, um, yeah. And what else? What else did I see? Um, Brawlhalla was, was there ask. again, which there's just like again. always there. Um, uh, was really sabotage fun. there? Uh, they were not because <laughs> I didn't. They have, I think they've got a new game they're going to reveal at some yeah, point. Yeah, they do yeah. have something. Uh, so they're going to have, which I'm excited for that. Like then, yeah. Freaking love yeah, the like messenger. The messenger, exactly. Yeah, dude. Oh. Um, pretty dope. Oh, my God. My uh, So I met up with my buddy Bill mm-hmm. um, that I used to work with, and uh, he gave me, so he'd gotten this for me like forever ago. It's a little Link's Awakening keychain with like Link. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I had gotten him a couple pins um, from PAX uh prior and so like we like met up and hung out um and uh exchanged pins so i got the little zelda Link's awakening keychain i'm so stoked because i wanted it um i added a, added a couple pins to my um pin board that i've got going um which is cool but yeah i mean so like overall um pax had, a, had an interesting vibe i do think that the attendance was down um because of you know Sony pulling out and and people just kind of gen- generally concerned. Mm. I mean, a lot yeah. of my thing is is that you know it's not new, right? This is not a new thing. Like at PAX, they always used to do this. You know, people go in, they demo the game, everybody gets mm. let out, and they go through and they like wipe down the controllers, wipe down the headsets, yeah, and then right. like they bring the next group in. That was pretty much still happening everywhere, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, the people who were, like, giving out the badges at Will Call for, like, your PAX badges, like, they were all wearing gloves, which, like, totally makes sense. I'm not going to, like... Yeah, no, yeah, like, exactly. I, I think, like, as far as, you know, conventions go, like, I think they did a great job. You know, there was Purell everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. They were constantly... I saw them constantly wiping stuff down. Um, and... So that know, way everyone felt a general consensus that they were actually trying to make sure everyone was safe. Yeah. You know, basically just kind of like doing their thing and just, Mm -hmm. but like they had, um, they had, um, people like at the bottom of the escalators with like Clorox Hmm. wipes, you know? Okay. Just kind of wiping down the, just like literally like wiping down the arm rail. So that it was, mm-hmm. you know, if you were taking the escalators, like it was clean, um, and yeah. like 
you know, this, the, the, I kind of want to end the podcast right now. Cause I feel like we're like around the hour mark. Um, right. But like what I basically what I'm getting at is I think people's concerns of this, uh, the whole coronavirus thing, they're mm-hmm. not, they're not unwarranted, but I think no. if, if PAX East can happen with the amount of people that it has mm-hmm. and the amount of people touching controllers, touching keyboards, throwing headsets on, like right. interacting with each other in like real close quarters, like, and there wasn't any major snafus that I witnessed or saw. And like, mm-hmm. nobody's like posting on the internet that they're like dead, which like, there's usually like your PAX pox that, you know, everybody kind of yeah. gets sick. You know, there's always yeah. the, like, I'm losing my fucking voice because it's, um, you know, you're talking to a million people all day. Yeah. Um, but it, but it was like, it was, it was fine, you know, to me, to me, maybe not to somebody else, but, Oh yeah. yeah. It, you know, it makes me a little upset that like GDC got canceled. Um, you know, while uh, no, postponed. postponed. Well, let's be real. It's, it's, it's canceled. Um, you know, all the people that have invested money that they probably I know South by Southwest back. got canceled. South by Southwest got canceled. Yep. That got canceled. Yep. Um, and it makes me wonder, you know, if E3 is next. And if, and if that's, if that's the case, eventually that got postponed. Well, but, and if the dominoes start falling, like what, what right. does that mean? Yeah. Because like, there are a lot of developers who do not have the money to do this. Like they, they do, do not yeah. have the money to just like change on a whim. Like Sony can take right. the financial hit from dipping mm-hmm. out of packs and, uh, GDC, GDC a, lot people, yeah. a lot of people can't, um, nope. You know, like, people are, people are like making these advance. plans months in advance. So, in advance, yep. Uh, you know, I, it's I, tough, I, yeah. I, I understand it from both sides, right? Like, I understand it from the yeah. people who are like, wow, we've invested a ton of money and you're canceling it. And I also understand it from the side of people being like, it's too risky to chance, like, people's health and well-being, you know, so we're just going to, like, delay. Just hold off, yeah. Whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. I... I I do think that despite that, like I think PAX East, I think they did a phenomenal job. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I saw a lot of people being very, very good about like wiping controllers and keyboards down more so than in previous years. Cause I mean, they, they used to do it anyways. Um, Yeah. You know, I saw a lot of people wearing gloves. There were a bunch of people like that, that went that, um, you know, had uh, like the face masks on and stuff. Yeah. Which is yeah, like yeah. whatever. Like I, some people were kind of weirded out by it. And I was like, it's not a big deal. It doesn't bother me. Um, In Japan, it's a fashion trend. Sure. Um, but I, but I, but I, I guess my thing is, is like I, I hope that the, the growing concern and like fears don't mm-hmm. kind of um, dissuade like events from this from happening. In the right. Future. Yeah. Just no, because yeah. I think, I think it's. I think it's very hard for people <laughs> to get the same kind of experience with like mm-hmm. a Nintendo Direct. I'm not saying Nintendo Directs aren't fun and they're not great. I just think that that people like conventions. People like they playing. like that experience of you that know, you're and seeing. I, and I think for the de- I think for the developer side of things, like I think it's also very beneficial for them for people to get mm-hmm. hands on. It's a lot of feedback. Yep. It's a lot of play testing. It's a lot of right. you know, um, it's a lot of data to aggregate and kind of learn about what you need to do. So. Right. I guess for me, I just kind of hope that that this trend doesn't keep going. And I think that like, if you give it some time, like things will kind of work itself out, but right. That's it. Um, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was a good time. Uh, not really any big snafus, um, got to hang out with a lot of friends, got to meet some new ones, um, you know, make some connections, 
um, get some stuff scheduled for the podcast, which like, you, you know, if you're listening now, you'll be hearing about it in the future soon. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of all I had, Mike. And, and again, I apologize. I know that this was kind of me driving, oh, no, kind no, of no, talking no, a lot, good. but you're good. Um, I think you know, the next time I want to talk about, uh, Final Fantasy and some more coronavirus stuff, but we'll get to that in the next podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Final Fantasy, um, that, that'll be, uh, that'll be an interesting one. A lot of stuff happening there too, yep. but, um, but yeah, so, all right. Um, yeah, like again, episode a hundred kind of crazy. Um, Whew. didn't think, didn't think we'd get here, but we did it. We made it. We made it, baby. Um, we'll be back, uh, with episode one hundred and one. Um, there's going to be some, some podcasts scheduled for interviews. So, uh, look forward to that. Um, you can find me on Twitter at so after I said Instagram is also so after I said you can um, get the podcast if you're listening to it. Um, you can get it on iTunes. You can get it on Google Play. You can get it on YouTube. Um, apologies, right now I, I have not figured out how to get the uh, podcast in its current state onto YouTube because I have a completely new workflow with my new computer. Um, so just bear with me if if you are were a YouTube listener. Um, that'll that'll probably um, be another week or two before i kind of get that sorted out um mike you're on twitter i am on twitter m tong one follow you, you know the drill you. The, don't yeah <laughs> you know they, they know the drill um uh yeah and if and if you're listening um feel free uh to uh give us a, a review on itunes or google play like you know uh one star is fine you know right any, tell us what we're doing every, wrong every, tell every us review right uh, yep. but if, if you have, um, you know, anything you want to uh, have us talk about games you want us to play or check out, um, do it. You know, we're, we're in this kind of evolutionary state of the podcast for the rebranding up. in 2020. Um, you know, so, so it's exciting. Um, and also, uh, CJ, you know, our, our, our other co-host, um, mm-hmm. couldn't join us today, but, uh, he's on Twitter. It's, it's Erkamet, E-R-K-I-N-E-T. Um, you know, feel free to, to, to give him a follow as well. Um, that said, that's uh, been episode 100. I cannot seriously like tell you it guys. It feels good to hear it. Yeah, feels so good. Right? It's crazy. Um, Super crazy. And um, yeah, so so we will uh, we'll be back with another episode in uh, probably about a week. I think I think it'll be next week instead of like two weeks. But um, right. yeah. Uh, like I said, questions, comments, concerns, send them to us on Twitter, Instagram, or, you know, however you want to get in touch with us, please do let us know what we're doing, what you like, what you don't, and we'll catch yeah. you on the flip. Bye.